So what I want to do on this podcast is go over some of the predictions I made last year and see how they did and compare the, and then also make five predictions for 2021. So number one, I predicted that Bitcoin would end 2020 above $10,000. And in fact, I said there was a 30% chance I would end over $20,000. Now, at the time I made that prediction, Bitcoin was $7,300. And today it's $28,000 or $29,000 practically. So it's had quite a run. It was, it did much better than I expected, but I did say that it was going to end over 10,000. So I guess I can, I can get that. It was kind of looking dicey for a while there because halfway through it wasn't doing that great. Second prediction I said was that Pete Buttigieg would win the Democratic nomination. Now I knew this was a dark horse candidate. I wasn't totally bullish on this. I said it quite clearly. This is a long shot, but I somehow thought he would pull it off. And of course he didn't. So that was wrong. Number three, I did say that Trump would lose the 2020 election, and that, of course, was right. And the fourth prediction I said is that the GDP in the United States would drop in the second half of 2020. And I should have said the second quarter of 2020, because had I said that, I would have been spectacularly right, because it dropped 31% in the second quarter. But in the third quarter, it went gangbusters up like 30-something percent. And so I, we don't know the results yet for the fourth quarter since this is December 31st, but we won't know for, I don't know when they announce those results, but the bottom line is I was wrong, but I guess you could say maybe I was a little bit right in the sense that, well, I did say there was gonna be a big recession. I just didn't get the timing just perfectly. And another prediction I was wrong and I said that the Standard & Poor, which measures the stock market in the United States, Standard & Poor 500 would have a flat year. It did not have a flat year. I think it's up about 15, 16%. Uh, so I said plus or minus 3%, pfft, not even close. So I was totally wrong about the S&P having a flat year. I thought I was gonna be spectacularly wrong in the other direction. You remember in March when the stock market just collapsed and in fact, every, almost everything collapsed in March, even gold. Uh, collapse. Bitcoin collapsed. Everything was on sale in, in the middle of March. The S&P 500 is going to be negative this year. And somehow it just came back roaring and blew past the break-even point and went into the positive territory. So that's it. Those are my predictions. How did I do? Uh, if you're judging me strictly, I got two out of five right. <laughs> Not that good. Uh, if you're judging me kind of nicely, you'll say, okay, well, you know about the GDP going negatively, you, you got close there, I'll give you a little bit there, so then you can give me half a point. Then maybe I got 50% right, if you want to say that, two and a half out of five. Well, for this year, here are my predictions. Number one, here's a negative, uh, sad prediction, is that ex-president of the United States will die. Yes, Jimmy Carter will die this year at 98 years old. I don't know if that's like bad form to predict somebody's death, but I don't know, felt like uh, predicting it. I was just looking at him, I'm just like, wow, he's gonna be 98 years old? Well, I hope he makes it to 100. Believe me, that would be cool. Right now, already, even if he dies today, he'll be the oldest ex-president ever because the, before him was George H. Bush, who died at 94. Okay, I think that the S&P this time will go up 20% this year. 
Now, a lot of people are expecting a big year out of the S&P because, of course, with the vaccines coming out, you know, we're going to have this booming economy and all this other good stuff. But I also think that in October or September, October 2021, there'll be a pullback. So we're going to do really well. And then we're going to go kind of reality thing. So we'll, we'll check in there. Flu deaths will be at an not maybe not an all-time low because probably 2020 was an all-time low for flu deaths, my guess. But it will be less than 200,000 flu deaths in 2021. Thanks again to the measures that we've been using to protect ourselves from COVID. Speaking about COVID-19, I'm predicting still half a million deaths. Now, give me a little bit of credit because back when the COVID crisis broke out in March of 2020, I predicted that 1.5 people, 1.5 million people would die and end up being about 1.8 million. So I was pretty close considering that. Now, I'm still saying about half a million people are going to die. Why? Because of many reasons. Number one, probably a third of the people won't even take the vaccine. So right there, you're going to get about 100,000 people dying just because of sheer stupidity of not taking the vaccine. And second of all, I think that you're going to have a trouble distributing the vaccine, especially to low-income countries. Some of the vaccines require intense refrigeration. I've been to all 54 African countries. They don't have that kind of infrastructure to refrigerate things that intensely. Even, you know, it's going to be difficult for them to disseminate that. Now, of course, Africa is the least affected continent for COVID. So it's also the youngest continent in the world. So those things might help protect it. But I think other places will have that. Second of all is that some of the vaccines require you to get two doses. So you got to get your first dose and then you got to come back a few weeks later and get your second dose. And I think a lot of people will just not go get that second dose. So for all those reasons, I just think that it's going to be still a big death year, well over 100,000 deaths for COVID-19 in 2021. But I don't think the media will do a big, big deal about it, just in the same way that we don't do a big deal about the 400,000 deaths every year from the flu. It happens every year, day in and day out. That was my point throughout this year. It's like, hey, we kind of put up with quite a bit of deaths and we don't make big drama about it. Um, so we'll see. And finally, my uh, last prediction for 2021, you got to talk about Bitcoin because <laughs> So far, I've been accurate, although I admit that I kind of took the weasel way out this year by making a broad prediction, just saying it's going to be over $10,000. That's not really a sharp, sharp, sharp prediction. But I'm really scratching my head. I was thinking to myself, okay, but I think it'll be $30,000. But hell, we're already there at $30,000, almost right now. I mean, it's incredible. But so I'm going to talk a little bit more about this stuff because it's a more of a, it's a, it's a big issue. Bitcoin obviously has its passionate fans and then there are some people who really poo-poo it but the amount of people who are poo-pooing bitcoin is been has been steadily decreasing as some of the big respected people in the industry uh, the financial industry have been kind of backing it up and saying hey you know bitcoin is, is actually worth doing it like even ray dalio who was saying it's a terrible investment and it's going to go to zero or whatever. Even Ray Dalio is like, maybe I don't really understand Bitcoin and maybe I should look into this kind of stuff. So he's already doubting it. And then several other mega stars have been investing in Bitcoin. 
I'm not going to bore you with all the news. Trust me, there's a reason why it's now $28,000 per Bitcoin versus last year was $7,300. The reason is simple. Big money has been pouring into it. Now, so the conventional wisdom is that this big money is going to, conventional wisdom within the Bitcoin community, that it's going to snowball and even a bigger deluge of money is going to come cascading into the economy of Bitcoin in 2021 and we're going to see a gangbuster year you want to hear some of the predictions check this out this is the prediction so far of what 2021 will see robert kiyosaki who's the kiyosaki who's the author of rich dad poor dad he predicts that bitcoin will hit fifty thousand dollars in 2021 the dubious stock to flow model that i criticized earlier in the year uh, at the halving of bitcoin said that it should hit $55,000 by the end of 2021. Morgan Creek co-founder says that Bitcoin will hit $100,000. By the way, that's my prediction for 2030. <laughs> he thinks we don't need to wait till 2030. We're going to get it this year in 2021. And finally, a guy named Willie Wu, it's a funny name, but a very, very respectable Bitcoin analyst who I always look at and respect. This guy says that we will see a price between $200,000 and $300,000 for Bitcoin. He says $100,000 is conservative. Whew. Whenever a bunch of people all believe in bullish, and whenever you start hearing the taxi driver talking about how much money he made in Bitcoin or stocks or whatever, that's the time you should what? You should sell, right? When everybody thinks that the party is going to go on forever, Bitcoin was $3,500. It's gone up almost 10 times since I first started recommending it back in December 2018. It was 3,500, actually a little bit lower than that. So it's gone up almost 10 times in like, what's that, two years or three years? It's crazy. So because it's had such a fantastic, phenomenal bull run, part of me thinks, it's going to surprise us. And that's the thing about Bitcoin. Bitcoin always surprises people. When they say that it's going to die and it's going to go out of business and nobody's going to go, it's going straight to zero. Warren Buffett said it's rat poison squared. Then all of a sudden it goes skying up to the roof. When everybody says back in 2017, when it hit 20, nearly $20,000, Everybody said, it's going to go to the moon. It's going to go to $100,000. And of course, it came crashing down to 3200 or whatever. <laughs> it was spectacular. So I, I'm, I'm really torn because I understand the logic of why in the long term, Bitcoin is going to do really, really, really well. No question about that in my mind. I think it's going to go well past $100,000 per Bitcoin. And one day in the century, it will go past a million dollars per Bitcoin. It's going to happen. That I am very, very confident in. But in the short term, and what I mean by short term, this year, 2021, that's where I really, really struggle big time. And I'm really not sure what to do because on the one hand, we've got all this momentum. Logic tells me that as more and more companies decide to put Bitcoin on their balance sheets, more, and more maybe some governments decide to do that, Maybe some regulatory uh, hurdles are not as complicated as some people might suppose. All this will just be a torrent of money, huge. And like I said, the contrarian side of me says, you know what? It's just too good to be true. And just it's it, the narrative is just lining up too much. And there's too it just takes one 
piece of bad news. For example, there's a cryptocurrency called XRP by a company named Ripple, who is headed by uh, the CEOs from Harvard Business School. And that company has gone down more that the, their associated cryptocurrency, which is called XRP, has lost more than 50% of its value in just a month because the government said, hey, you're a security. You're not just a commodity. You're not some sort of currency. You're a security. And therefore, we need to regulate you. Woo! That just dropped everything down. So I think in 2021, as Bitcoin starts marching up to 35,000, maybe 40,000, then all of a sudden the regulators are going to be like, what? Wait a second. Uh huh. We need to tax this. We need to regulate this somehow. And maybe they're going to propose some draconian measures, which will actually make the thing go down dramatically. But because it went up to 40,000, maybe it loses half of its value, drops down to 20,000, and then marches its way back up a little bit more and ends at 30,000. So I don't know. So that's why I think my prediction is going to be, I'm going to be bullish here. I'm going to say 40,000, but I think I'm going to regret it. I think it might be only like 35,000. I hope it like goes a lot higher. Subscribe to the video, hit the notification button, and we'll stay in contact and we'll see how I do. What are your predictions? Put them in the comments. Send me an email at ft at francistapon.com and then you can tell me your predictions, tell me where I'm wrong, and then we'll find out at the verge of 2022 who was right. I encourage people making predictions because that's the way to eat humble pie because guess what? Most of, not most of the time, but many times we're wrong. And I think it's a good reminder to remind yourself you're wrong. And I was wrong about half the time in my last year's predictions. So there you go. This is Franz Taipan encouraging you to wander and learn.